Welcome back to the third installment of the second season of Football's Finest with Easton and Seth. On today's podcast, we have a very special guest for you. Daniel Mazaros joins us uh, via Anchor. Uh, We're super excited to have him. We're ready for all of his hot takes and anything that he has. Um, On top of that, we've also got our weekly fantasy updates, uh, including the bust and must watch, our wild and out on the waiver wire, and our surprise and disappointment of the week, and also our week two reaction. And boy, is there a lot of injuries. Uh, We hope you enjoy the pod, and as always, it's brought to you by Tate Boys Tire. All right, everybody, welcome in to the third installment of Football's Finest with Easton and Seth. Um, I guess we'll just hop right into it. We've got a big show for you guys today. We'll give you some of our our week two takeaways um, and then the usual categories. And we've also got a special guest, friend of the show, Daniel Mazaros. First time. Yeah, first time. Team No Poo Poo Dan. Uh, We're finally working our way down the the guest list that we have. We've got people beating the door down trying to get on the show so uh it's definitely taken a lot to get all these people on but i'm excited about this one today. i believe that that the two people who haven't come on are zach and preston correct oh yeah and they'll i i also look forward to preston we got yeah. we got to get him on pretty soon i don't even know is zach is zach still a friend of the show i don't know he he, he chimes in every once in a while in the group chat but uh he was, he's pretty low key in the in the fantasy world. Yeah, maybe he'll want to get on here to say his piece. We've gotten <laughs> yeah, after maybe. him a few times. We have. All right, so um, I guess we'll just get right into it. The, there's not many takeaways from week two, other than everybody's getting hurt. Everybody and their dogs yeah. walking away with a torn ACL. I mean, you just go down the list of people: Nick Bosa, Saquon Barkley, Cortland Sutton, Drew Locke. Uh, Raheem Mostert, even I, I guess uh, Jimmy G got banged up. I don't know if he's still going to be able to play this week, but still, it's crazy. And then uh, Devonte Devonte Adams, he's I guess he's questionable for this week. Did you and say so, Court, Did you say Cortland Sutton? Yeah, he's out. You did season. Yeah, your boy. I yeah, know. I was so disappointed about that. I've got. Oh, Christian McCaffrey too. I can't believe I forgot about him. That's the biggest uh, one, and that's your guy, right? Yeah, I have I have both of those guys. Oh, and so yeah. If I was to go into this week right now, I would be. I am projected seventy eight points because I have two guys that are out. One that's out for what McCaffrey's out four to six weeks. So that's that still is a good chunk of the fantasy year. And then uh, the next week is or I'm for the rest of the season, Cortland Sutton. So. Luckily, I'm a little bit better at wide receiver, but losing McCaffrey at running back, that hurts. So. Can we change the schedule so I can play you this week? I need a win. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> I need a win bad. I'm dying for it. Oh, yeah. I'll I... play a JV team. I don't care. I need a win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, can, I can feel where you're coming from on that. But, yeah, then that kind of leads into the point that I don't think anybody's safe from the spud because – no. Just given how, like, I've never seen injuries this lo- like this bad, especially 
with this many high caliber players. I mean, normally there's one or two through the league that's going out. And now, like, there's one or two per team that's going out that are season enders. It's like, I feel like the scoring is definitely high this year. Oh, without a, without a doubt. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like, crazy. I would, like, I felt like I didn't have the greatest week this week and still put up 124. I mean, obviously I lost, but I mean, it's still a lot of points, I feel like, especially compared to years past. I feel like. 130 if you got to 130 you pretty much expected your team to win but now you can't even really expect that no but but yeah so uh who surprised you and disappointed you the most this week okay so disappointed me the most i would say not that i was relying on him because you and i were kind of kind of out on him but uh rob gronkowski isn't even catching passes in tampa bay (laughs) yeah he's not doing anything that man should have stayed with the WWE. He is looking atrocious. He's just, I mean, he looks and like Tampa the, Bay. You know what? Tampa Bay didn't look that bad. They got a fourteen-point win against the Panthers. Kind of controlled that game. And yeah, but so, at the same time, that's the Panthers. So yeah, I mean, yeah, they're not good. I'm not saying they're yeah. good. I just mean that. I mean, they got him a win. Yeah. And Gronk can't do anything, even with they don't they don't have Luke Keekley anymore, and it's not like uh, he's having to go up against like a matchup nightmare at linebacker. It's like he should own these people if it was the Gronk that we knew, but he was clearly on the decline whenever he retired two years ago. And obviously that proved to be the smart decision because he doesn't look, he looks like a guy that took a year and a half off from football. No, he needs to retire for this year. I mean, if he would have just retired for good, we would have remembered Gronk as a great tight end. I know. For the Patriots. Now he's like hurting his legacy a little bit at this yeah, point. Exactly. But, uh, no, my biggest surprise, and it, I'm not saying it's a huge surprise because we know he's good, but Aaron Jones had 44 points. He looks like a fantasy stud. And, I mean, anybody, though, it's fair. I mean, nobody expects people to score 44 points. So he was my surprise just because, I mean, if yeah. anybody scores above 40, you're like, whoa. Yeah. You expect you him put, to go get 20, but. Oh, yeah. You can put him and Calvin Ridley in that kind of same boat, like, Calvin Ridley, he's looking like he's the number one guy in Atlanta now. Julio's done nothing this year. Julio's dropping passes. When did that yeah. ever happen? He's he's looking like Demarius Thomas whenever he took that steep decline. Because some of those guys, they don't like take that steady decline. It's just like straight dropping off a cliff. And that's looking like what Julio is right now. It's it's hard to say because Julio's been so good. I mean, he's oh, had I such know. a good career. It just kind of makes you wonder if like all those – little injuries that he ha- he's had over the last couple of years are kind of finally starting to wear on him. His body's just not the same as it used to be, but granted he hadn't had an injury yet this year, but it kind of makes you wonder. Um, but yeah, I'd agree with both those for the surprise and the disappointment. One that really sticks out to me as a disappointment just on the season as a whole is Carson Wentz. Yeah. I, like I feel like he was dominating at the end of last year with nobody and he's got, a little bit back. I mean, he doesn't have great receivers, but he's he's got healthy ones now, and he's he's putting thirteen up against the Redskins, and they're yeah. getting they're getting the crap kicked out of him by the Redskins and the Rams. And it's like, at what point do you you like consider benching this guy? I mean, obviously, you're not going to bench Carson Wentz because you're paying him so much, right. but it comes to a point where it's like, okay, you kind of you're the face of the franchise. You're expected to do more. Yeah, the backup quarterback's Jalen, though, right? Yeah, so he I mean, is, we saw that at OU. 
Yeah, they're, I think – I feel like Jalen is just kind of a, a poor man's version of uh, – oh, I'm drawing a blank. The, the Mormon from New Orleans. Uh, 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 Taysom Hill. Yes, Taysom Hill. Yeah, I feel like he's just a poor man's version of him. And, I mean, I guess that's great. He's a gadget player, but you can't expect him to be the long-term answer. Yeah, because I agree. Um, I mean, because because yeah, and exactly what you just said. Taysom Hill's better, so yeah. He but but he kind of plays that same style. I yeah. Um, and then what a disappointment that I had just for this week was Emmanuel Sanders. I think everybody expected him to have a good week because he he's more he's one of those kind of reception types, just like Michael Thomas. You would thought he would have slid in nice into that role. Dude had one catch, mm. so that was kind of especially playing the Raiders who are going up against a really young secondary and he should have had his way with him and had one catch. I don't, I don't see where the math adds up there, but then my surprise of the week was Leonard Fournette, mainly because I didn't really expect to see, expect him to put up 27 points. He had over a hundred yards and two touchdowns. So, I mean, that's, that's about all you can hope for with a guy. Now I don't know that he'll have that kind of week this week, just because the Broncos have a pretty good run defense. For, for the most part, like they held James Conner to like 30 yards until he broke off that 80 yarder at the end of the game when it was all sealed. Um, so I don't expect him to have that kind of performance this week, but uh, from last week, I think it was quite a surprise. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I guess we'll get into the, the bust and must watch of the week. Um, I'll let you go first. Who do you who do you have for that? I have a uh, Todd Gurley busting. I just don't. I mean, I was I was thinking he might have a bounce back year this year, um, but it's just looking. He doesn't catch enough passes, and he just. I mean, in our league, if if you're in a PPR league, a running back who doesn't catch a lot of balls just isn't That's extremely useful. serviceable unless he has a couple touchdowns. Yeah. So I have Todd Gurley as my bust until he proves that he's the Todd Gurley of old. Uh, yeah, I like that pick. Um, yeah, my bust of the week is DJ Moore. I actually don't even remember why I put why I wrote him down here. Um, I think it had something to do with the matchup. Let me go check. I'm very prepared here. Yeah. Uh, but he had a – let's see. I honestly don't remember what team he was on either. This is a, this is a major faux pas. Oh, here we go. They're playing the Chargers. This is why I put wrote him down. They're playing the Chargers this week, and I don't feel like Teddy Bridgewater's play style, especially without uh, Christian McCaffrey, is going to be too favorable for him. Especially the Chargers have a good defense. They held the Chiefs to what was it twenty twenty three points? Yeah. So I yeah, think that, that's... that's a win. They've got they've I mean they've got two old corners, but they're still two good. They're two Pro Bowlers. So I. Uh, I don't see DJ Moore having a whole lot of success. That defense is pretty good for the Chargers. So, and also just given the uncertainty of how their offense is going to look without McCaffrey, I don't see him having a good week. I can't believe. Speaking of the Chargers, um, why go back to Tarod? I thought Justin Herbert looked looked decent. I, yeah, he he looked like he added an element to the offense that like they would need. And I mean, if you're gonna roll a rookie out, you might as well just let him take his lumps. He obviously he looked didn't fine. Fare, yeah, he didn't fare too bad against the best team in the NFL. So, I just uh, at what point? I mean, do we just Anthony Lynn just may not be the best coach in the world? Yeah, I've 
kind of been saying that for a while. I don't think he's he's one of those guys I think would be make a great coordinator somewhere, but I just don't know if he's got like the the stuff to be uh, to be an NFL coach and being able to manage personalities and just, like high high leverage situations. So right. I think he's one of those guys better off calling plays on one side of the ball. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, so my must watch this week is Jonathan Taylor. He had yeah. 17 last week and they play the jets this week. So especially my, I might not roll with him like every week, but I think he's going to keep getting better and better as the year goes on, uh, especially being that main guy behind a good offensive line and against the jets, obviously, I mean, you're going to, take any matchup against them they're like the dolphins of last year yeah you just got to be careful that they don't that uh greg williams doesn't have a bounty on any of the guys that you <laughs> yeah play against. That's, so true. that's always a risk <laughs> uh, my okay. must watch this week i'm gonna go with a guy here's a guy al uh, here's a guy al who i'm gonna pick Dion lewis of the new york football giants I think okay. that, I think that uh, Saquon's backup. I mean, obviously he he came in and, and had a touchdown mm. after Saquon got hurt, scored 15 points this past week. I think he's a guy. If he's he's probably the number one, definitely the number one guy there. And I think that that his workload will increase, and uh, and you'll only see. I mean, I think he's going to get you several points this week. He's almost worth a flex play. I think. Yeah. Now, how do you feel though about the news that broke about an hour ago that the Giants are signing Devontae Freeman. Oh, well, see, I didn't hear this news that happened an hour <laughs> ago. So uh, that, that obviously uh, causes me concern. Well, given that it, given that it's already Tuesday, um, I don't know that Devontae Freeman's going to have a huge impact on them going forward. Cause I think he's, or at least not this week. Yeah. Now I think in the future, future weeks, I think he's probably going to have impact assuming he can, not get concussed every week, but so because he doesn't know the offense great yet, my must watch is still going to be Deion Lewis. But I think that Devontae yeah. Freeman, if he plays like he did for Atlanta for those years, I think that that he'll step in and be the number one. Yeah. But but we're talking we're on a week to week basis, so yeah. I'm sticking with Deion Lewis. As yeah, well. I still like Deion Lewis for this week. Um, so moving on, who's your who are you wilding out for in the waivers? Oh man. Uh, you go ahead and do yours. Okay. Uh, because, well, I guess, I guess my waiver picks kind of the same. I, my must watch, I, Dion Lewis isn't claimed right now. Yeah. And you got the first pick in the waiver, don't you? Uh, me or Zach has Zach scored more points than me. Uh, let me check the old standings right now. I think I got Zach. I think I'm just ahead of Zach. Yes. You are just ahead of Zach. You have, 31 more points than him. But how active is Zach on the on the waiver wire? So, Yeah, that's that's also true. Um, I mean, obviously, another one to look at is Mike Davis, Christian McCaffrey's backup. Yeah. Yeah, it's just – I don't – plugging in, like, the backup for especially McCaffrey and expecting him to, like – I mean, not say, like, fill the, his, his contribution exactly, but, like – put up like decent numbers. I feel like it's kind of hard to expect, especially given how dynamic McCaffrey is. And so I don't know that maybe if at recommending to everybody in the league, I don't know that rolling with him just because he's the backup and should take all the carries is necessarily going to benefit you. 
unless unless you know you can get lucky and they have the ball on the one two or three yard line and get you a cheap touchdown yeah that's true get the get the 30 yard special with a a two-yard touchdown. Yeah, and, and then you're almost at double digits at that point. Yeah, exactly. If you if you have a running back that you pick up off the waiver wire and play at your flex that gets ten points, that's a pretty successful week. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, what do you got? So I've got Nikhil Harry. He had he was five for ninety-five this week against a pretty good defense in the Seahawks, and he's I think he's definitely the most dynamic receiver or running back that they have. Um, so I think he could or I guess you could say the most dynamic weapon they have outside of Cam Newton. And Cam Newton looks a lot better. You can tell that his arm strength is back. He was – I didn't watch a whole lot of the game on Sunday, but what I did see of it, he was zipping throws in, and he looked like he was – he was healthy and looked a lot more like 2016 or 2017 Cam as opposed to 2018 or 2019 Cam. Right. So, so yeah, I'd go with Nikhil Harry for this week. Um, I think he might have – he might have a big week in store. Um, I don't know who they play this week, but just given that they've got old man Julian and nobody else, I can't name anybody else on their receiving core. So I'd I'd take my chances on Nikhil. All right. Um, and then I was looking at game of the week. Uh, I don't really – there's really not many intriguing matchups, I guess you could say. Uh, who we got? We got? We got the alpha male versus Team Johnson. That could be a, a little spud fecta. Um, oh, I, I am hot on the uh, the no poo-poo Dan, but I think that the the one that's the highest projected is you versus Beer and Figs. And that looks – I'm going to go with that as my game of the week. Even though you're 0-2, your team still shows a lot of promise. You've got Kyler Murray who can pop off any time. I've been over triple digits each week. Yeah, you've got you've got more points for than I do. At some point, you got to think that I'm going to score a bunch of points and somebody's not. But yeah, you would think. Yeah, there's a there's a log jam. That's kind of how it is every year. But there's a log jam between fifth place and ninth place and points for. They're all they're all separated by looks like twenty points pretty much. Yeah, not even eighteen. Yeah. So, it's it's really anybody's ball game who can get in the playoffs and who can who's going to end up getting in. Obviously, it's only week three, so there's a lot, a lot of football, a lot of football, and a lot more people to get injured. So who knows? We we might be rolling with everybody's like three deep at this point. Come this time, come like November. The waiver but, wire is going to be really important because there's going to oh, be yeah. there's going to continue to be so many injuries. These guys didn't have time to get ready. Yeah. And I feel like what happened in week two isn't just like an outlier or an anomaly. I feel like that's something that will carry over into into the rest of the season. I feel like you're just going to see more guys getting hurt because mm-hmm. they still just didn't have the proper offseason. Most of those guys were probably, while they were training, obviously, they probably spent a lot more time than they're used to on their Xbox like me playing Warzone. Yeah. Uh, getting, them, getting those wins up. But that's what the, that's what they get paid to do is to play that, Xbox, right? That is what they get paid to do. But but yeah, so uh, I guess we'll just jump right into talking to Daniel. I got I got I got one more say. thing. I got a final oh, thought. Okay, go for it. 
what do you think about all these coaches getting fined insane amounts of money because they forget to put their mask on while coaching a football game? It's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. That's a little so you, much. You're, you're going to, for what, I mean, obviously it's just about virtue signaling and they're like trying right. to send a message, but you're sending players out there that don't have to wear masks. Like whenever they're literally knocking heads at each other, right. you have guys, you have players on the sidelines that aren't wearing masks and they don't have to get fined. But you're going to find the coach because he hasn't pulled down for two seconds because he's calling a play. I and saw like, I saw an undisclosed – I'm not going to say his name, but on Facebook he shared that article of the coaches getting fined. We both know him, by the way. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you who it is off camera. But he shared the article about them getting fined and said, I don't know why it's so hard. Just put on the mask. Oh, I did – I just saw that. And my Wi-Fi wasn't loading. I was trying to click on the comment, and I was like, oh, my goodness. Well, here's why it's hard, because these guys are getting paid money to win football games. Yeah, so they're, they're not, not getting... really thinking about putting on a mask. They're thinking about most of these guys are our offensive guys. They're thinking about calling plays and trying yeah, to win football not... games. So they're not really thinking about that. So that's why it's hard. Yeah, they're not really worried about a virus that they've tested positive for every si- or pe- tested negative for every single day that week leading up to the game. And then, like, that's what I don't get if – if they're, they've been testing negative every single day leading up to the game, they're pretty much secluded to just the team. I mean, obviously, they're not in a bubble, but these, like these guys can get fined if they're caught like out and about doing yeah. whatever, and so they're pretty locked down. Here, and here's you, my you, argument, Seth. I watched when when Gruden won that game. I watched him. He was hugging his players and he was getting fired up. He didn't get fired, or excuse me, fired. He didn't get fined for hugging players and high-fiving players and doing all that stuff, which is more likely to spread the virus. He got fined exactly. because his mask wasn't over his nose most of the game. It's like, yeah, well, that, that that's that's the least of your concern when it comes to actually spreading the virus. I feel like giving hugs might be a little bit more detrimental than yeah, not exactly. having something covering your nose. So it's just vir- – you're exactly right. It's just virtue signaling. Shout out to Ben Shapiro. Yeah. Facts don't care about your feelings. No, that's but ridiculous. Before I get off on a political tangent, let's jump into our conversation with Daniel. Uh, I'm excited to hear what he has to say. It's been, I know I've seen Daniel more recently than you, so it was, it's good to catch up again with him. But yeah, what you have to tell me about that? Oh yeah, I was. We had a good time. All right. All right up next is our interview with Daniel. So we are joined by a special, very special guest, the coach and owner of Team No Poo Poo Dan. The one and only Daniel Mazaros. How are you doing, Danny? Man, I'm doing good. Uh, it's great to have a winner on this pod. I've been listening to a lot of losers come on here, so <laughs> I know you guys are going to love to hear what I have to say. Coming from somebody who has dominated this league and is looking to do that again this season, so it's it's really great to be on. <laughs> well, it's great to have you. Uh, I know we, whenever we were talking about what we need, who we need to have first on the guest, we're like, how have we not had Daniel on yet? And we did. We didn't get you on last year. Obviously, we didn't do record as consistently. But I mean, I can't believe it took this long. But I'm excited you're here. Yeah, I mean, you're telling me this. This that that really kind of frustrated me. It, it you know, it kind of got me riled up for this season. So I'm glad you guys didn't have me on. It's uh, it's really propelled me on to the top so far. Who yeah. had by, on the guests that we had? Who who would you say who were who was one of these losers? Who had the worst takes? Do you think that came on this? Oh, part? Garrick by far. <laughs> Garrick was just spewing garbage out of his anus. Not even true. It was all fact checked. Yeah, I, and I think Caleb. I think Caleb came on like two weeks later and proved every single thing wrong. 
he was he was off base. And then on top of that, I do remember from Garrick. I have a little something. I do remember from Garrick's uh, podcast that he was on. His sound cut out for like two minutes, and we could hear him the whole time, but he like couldn't hear us, and so he was he had the worst technology out of all of us. So yeah, but, I mean, like yeah. you talked, I mean. <laughs> He was taping that from the from the woods in Arkansas, probably. He, he was. He was taping that from a from a tree stand somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm really surprised you had service for any of that pod. If I'm being honest. Uh, well, I guess. Uh, do you have any? Do you have anything you want to talk about on your team, Daniel, particularly, or any anything you want to say to anybody in the league? You want to go after, ruff, ruffle some feathers, whatever. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I just want to start off by saying how good of a pick Cam was for yeah. me. I think I had Cam on. I think I had Cam on my winning team. It may have been Andrew Luck, but I, I had Cam at some point. I mean, he is just a monster this season. I'm not sure final play was the Patriots ran, uh, but but he was a beast for me. Uh, I, you know, to, uh, to Sunday night uh, down, actually, uh, to to the worst team in the league by far. We'll get into that later, but Cam really kind of secured me the victory. Um, I mean, D- Darren Waller last night. I don't know if you guys were catching that. I oh, yeah. I heard his name about every five seconds. So that that was nice. Gruden was g- giving a little love to him with his mask down the whole time. So, <laughs> oh, we talked. Yeah, we talked about that. When you when you go back and listen to this, Seth and I lit into those fines that coaches were getting. Oh, oh, yeah. We're... I don't know how. I don't understand how somebody didn't come tell him. I mean, at halftime, the fines came out. I think. I mean, somebody go up and tell the guy. Yeah. I mean, they just lost 350k right there. Well, yeah, and here's where we're going to disagree for obvious reasons. Though Gruden's giving his players hugs and high fives on the sideline. Yeah, he's not. Oh fine. no, I think the NFL doesn't find him for that. But because his mask is not over his nose, he gets. A yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't really understand. I mean, I, I've 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 watched many football games. I haven't really seen anybody wearing a mask. I think they just targeted a few teams to get. So they could get their money. Well, Andy Reid, <laughs> Andy Reid's face shield looks like when I drive in about fifty degree weather when it's rainy and humid. <laughs> that's what it looks like when he coaches the game. Oh my! Barcel had a heyday with that. Oh, also, did you guys see that the uh, they they made a graphic of that and like put some stats on his mask? It was hilarious. Right. I don't know if you guys saw that during the game. I did see one picture, and it was it was a meme, and it was like it was the it was entitled. Uh, Patrick Mahomes whenever he's talking to Andy Reid on the sideline and it was Kermit the Frog looking out a rainy window and <laughs> on the other side of the window was a fat seal <laughs> it looked like the seal they made it look to where it kind of looked like Andy Reid I mean I mean he does kind of look like a seal but I guess he doesn't really I guess he doesn't really need to see the game I mean they're they're ridiculous he can just he could just sit there the whole time yeah. no coach, Nich- coach Nichols could coach that team yeah yeah, he's on speed dial the whole game with Burger King, McDonald's, and uh, Texas Roadhouse ordering like the biggest burger they've got, getting the Travis Scott, and then getting the uh, the big porterhouse steak from from Texas Roadhouse the whole game. So he's not. Yeah, he's, he's been way. he's been telling McDonald's cactus jack. I sent him a few places. <laughs> what What's great about the whole thing was that Kyle Shanahan was going to wear one of those face shields, and he said after how bad it looked on Andy Reid, he reconsidered. Fatal, fatal mistake on his part. (laughs) You gotta have you a good, you gotta have you a good windshield. Maybe he needs to put some wipers on that thing, and he needs to hit the defrost occasionally for heaven's sake. He does. I did notice that last week it didn't fog up nearly as much as the week before. 
No, so, they, they got that one figured out. But that could also just been a product that they were in a much warmer climate where fogging up won't happen nearly as much. But, but yeah, uh, so Easton, uh, I guess you can go ahead and start asking them questions now. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, hold up, hold up, hold up. I want to, I want to, I want to get into some stuff I prepared before. Oh, okay, yeah. Spewing questions at me. Okay, yeah. So I, I've, uh, you know, I was kind of inspired by Garrick's botch of a performance last year on this pod, so I decided I'd come, come prepared here. So I went through here every single season. I tallied the wins, the losses, the points for, the points against, and then the rank from that season. Yeah. All right. So then, so. It's revealed some interesting things, and and Preston, I hope you're listening to this because uh, you're you're gonna love this. So, uh, all right, so greatest points for all time. Here you go, Easton. Easton, you're number one right there. On you have four? you have on points for most points for. Now, I have to say this is discluding the playoffs because we have tanking that goes on the playoffs, yeah. and I don't I don't think it's accurate to include the you know that's gonna hurt. Uh, Caleb every year when he's playing for fifth. <laughs> Caleb and I play in the third place game every single year. Go, go put yeah, so. money on Vegas for Caleb and I to end up in the <laughs> <laughs> So, Easton, you got the greatest points for. I, I want you guys to try and guess who has Keep the talking. least points for. Okay. Uh, who has the some... least? Yeah. Uh, hmm. I would say it's got to be Robert Preston or Garrick. I bet. Okay. I bet that it is Sean. Mm. All right, Easton, Easton, you were close. So Robert's Robert's second to last. Zach Romines yep. coming in at last place. Really? I, and yeah. I gotta say, he's not he's not looking too good this his year. His team's I don't think poopy. I mean, spot. I know I'm zero two, but his team's a poopy team. Oh my goodness! I can smell he, it. I mean, Zach may hate marijuana, but I think his team likes marijuana as much as Brawny Junior. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, and then and then Saquon gets hurt this week. I, Zach is Zach is catching a spot. You heard it here first. <laughs> He's catching that spot easily. And then all right, so Preston's Preston's third to last in points four, and then Garrick's fourth to last. After that, it doesn't really matter. All right, then we uh, Easton. I love. I know you love talking. Yes, please. Yes, yes. All right, so Scott, of course, Scott has the least points against. Absolutely. Really. Yeah, uh, Robert has the second uh, second least points against Zach at third. Uh, Dude, Easton, you're, at, you're at four. Right? Easton, you're at fourth. You're 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 playing some pretty good defense over oh, the years. Oh, really? Because I thought it would be in the upper tier. All right, I'm going to stop complaining about nah. that. Well, this year will this Pre- year will average <laughs> that out. If you haven't seen, I I've given up over 300 points this year. Yeah, I saw that you were leading in that category this year. I was I was checking out the defenses before coming on the pod. I saw that you were struggling there. Yeah, it looks like a, I look like, has, I look uh, like Mike Stoops. Who has there. the most points for? Guess. Clay? No. Point, no, points. It, 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 I no, think I'm it's saying, either points. you or Seth, Daniel. Uh, the, the most points yeah. against? The worst defense yeah. in the league? No, press press oh. worst defense. I'm I'm sorry. We should have known that. He always loses heartbreakers. <laughs> I'm I'm second to last. Caleb's third. Wow. Yeah, Caleb gets lucky. All right, so not Yeah, yeah, K- yeah, he does. I mean he, he always complains about kickers, but come on. <laughs> kickers not putting up too many points against you. All right, so now let's go to win percentage here. Seth coming in at number one, sixty point five percent one percentage. There we go, baby. That's yeah, suck that to all you haters that were trash. <laughs> Seth, year. Seth's That's got impressive. a pup tent working here in these stats. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. This is this is this is good stuff for Seth. Seth's gonna <laughs> uh, Seth's gonna rub one off to this. All right, so Scott's here. At, <laughs> Scott's here at number two, win percentage. Oh. Unfortunately, but I, I have something for Scott and the next next column <laughs> I'm moving towards here. Uh, Easton, Easton, you're at five. Clay's at four, and last place, of course, Zach Romines. Uh, Preston is Preston is second to last. Uh, all right, so last last column, the most important column of all, the the average rank over the years. Easton number one. Wow, average rank of three point eight six. Congratulations. Yeah, I can see that. Congratulations. I want you guys I'm making to... a note of this. I, I want to refer to this later. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna fall asleep for this. <laughs> everybody send me your email. I'll send this I'll send this Excel file to everybody. <laughs> he spent the time to make an Excel file. I like it. All right. Uh get, everybody guess who's second. This is this is a this I came out of my came out of my chair whenever I saw this. The, so this is Some, second it, place. Second, second, second for yeah, second for average best. I mean, it's probably finish, it's probably ranking. freaking Garrick because he's won twice. Or Wrong. did you hold up? And were these stats like ever since we started the league when it was a different format, or just yeah, ever was... ever since we started the league? Okay, okay, just making sure. Yeah, that is surprising. Garrick's not up there, huh? It's Preston. What Preston. the heck? Yeah. What? Everybody, everybody comes on this pod. I, I'll, I'll be honest. I was a, I was a Preston hater. I thought he was the worst in the league. Everybody comes <laughs> on. He's a popular pick for worst person in the league. Average rank of four. Wow. wow. Yeah. Preston, Preston, I got your back. I got your back, Preston. You just, you just play some bad defense. You need to get the defense up a little bit. <laughs> wow. That was surprising. Yeah, I, I, I mean, he. I was looking through it. I, I thought I had messed something up there. I'd mistyped something, but he, he's, he's been trending upwards the past few years. I must you better say. Check that I don't know if it's these. Again. I don't know if it's <laughs> if if it's these B dubs uh, conferences you you were mentioning last week or what. But he's he's trending up. I don't see much happening this year with Preston, but uh, I mean, he's 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 second in the rank. I got to give it to him. Seth, you're at you're third. See, there we go. I, I like where this is trending. Where are you at, little Danny? Uh, I am six. That's average. Yeah, that's serviceable. It's average, just below average. And uh, Zach, last place. Yeah. Last place in three of four. Never categories. taking a spud. <laughs> Never taking a spud. Yeah, that's. What's I mean, so this impressive. year he is taking a spud. <laughs> he is taking a spud this year. His team is terrible. Saquon's out for the whole season. Somebody, somebody, start writing it and poop that he's taking a spud. <laughs> <laughs> wow! All right, those are to have to have your name change back to back years and then be the one that might hold the spud. Yeah, I mean, come on, Zach. I mean, what are, what are we what are we doing over there? Honestly, props to him for still playing. <laughs> I yeah, he grinds it out. I mean, I, I don't I don't know if you could tell what he's doing is playing. I don't know if you call it playing. <laughs> he's like he's participating. You're lucky that Zach probably doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what i was banking on when i was going through this i there's no way zach listens to this pod what else do you got any more stats no th- those are those wow. are all my stats okay who was who was it did you say who was second to last and rank yeah caleb caleb 
Yeah. Really? Oh, have Didn't some of have, that. He, he needs to a... start making. Let, let's start making some more moves, Caleb. Have some of that. <laughs> I wish I would have done an average moves column here. I, I bet Caleb would have about fifty, and the next would probably have about twenty. Yeah, that's. Pro- I'm probably the second <laughs> most, but I don't sniff Caleb. <laughs> I'm not even close to Caleb. <laughs> I was looking, and uh, Caleb's made four moves in two weeks. Oh. Wow. Yeah, he, that's how you know your your roster's off to a bad start. Yeah, he's scrambling. I mean, scrambling, him and I, right. again, and I about the defense every single week, so that's probably yeah, good. that is true. Easton, I, I don't think you need to worry about any spot. I mean, you got you got Zach's. You're going to beat Zach, and then I, I my prediction is that Garrick's going to fall down to that. Okay, I don't I don't want the spot. name change though. I got too many I got too many skeletons in the closet to for a name change. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think I think Garrick's getting a name change. Yeah, I mean, I have some. I mean, that's going to have something to do with incest, right? I mean, that that's no <laughs> cousin <secret>. lover. <laughs> yeah, it's got to have something to do with incest of some sort. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's 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 look at Team Johnson here. I mean, can we? I, let, he needs a yeah. name change. I mean, somebody somebody put this person in second place so we can change that. Yeah, name. he's the only one without Goodness. a creative name. I mean, the, the three of us, we can yeah. the three of us on this pod, we can probably predict if we ever get the name change, what it's going to be. I mean, yeah, I would assume. <laughs> yeah, let's not let's not play let's not play. Yeah, that game we don't right want to get any ideas. <laughs> don't put that evil on us. All right, so week one, Garrick had one hundred thirteen points. Week two, he had a. Another hunt. He put 113 back to back. Am I saying this correctly? Consistent. I don't believe it. Unless he had somebody. He's Lamar. Huh. I, Interesting. Are you guys seeing what I'm seeing? No, no. 113 no. Garrett, is, is Garrett put up 92 last week. Oh yikes! Yikes! <laughs> He's terrible. 92. Yeah, yeah. I think Garrett's getting a name change. I mean, you don't root for people to get hurt, but you hope, like, Garrett has a few guys get turf toe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, there are, there are people falling all over the place. I can't believe that. Oh, Who had ri- Kittle? It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Kittle. Is he coming back next week? Uh, I thought he was on IR. Yeah, doesn't he? He's on the three-week IR, though, yeah. I think. I don't think he... Because I think he had like a knee sprain. But yeah, okay. then he got, we talked about that. That was how we opened the pod, but all these injuries to like, it's, I've never seen it in an entire season where, or like, yeah, an entire season where that many star players get hurt, let alone in one week. Like, yeah, I mean, I had Joey I Bosa, had Saquon, yeah. uh, Raheem Mostert, um, Christian McCaffrey. Crazy. Yeah, I, we were talking about this at Buffalo Wild Wings last night, and I made the comment. I said at least other people have injuries as an excuse. My team's fresh as a daisy and sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Seth. You're you're not looking too great this year either. Dude. Any any backup for your team? Um, honestly, I don't know. Especially with McCaffrey, I'm just hoping that he has like superhuman bones and that ankle gets a hundred percent in a couple weeks because 
right now, I guess the prognosis is what four to six weeks being out with a high ankle sprain. Mm, yeah, I didn't realize you had McCaffrey. Yeah, so that that's gonna hurt. Then obviously Cortland Sutton. Of course, I didn't have him last week, and I, my receiving core is okay. I've got Cooper Cup and DJ Shark, so I can. And even then, D, DJ Shark's questionable, so we'll see. But my backups are not anything to write home about. So. I did have Leonard Fournette on my bench who scored 27 this week. So hopefully he starts developing into the lead back and starts getting like all the points. And I can at least have somebody kind of consistent to lean on for the time being. But yeah, it's tough. I mean, maybe I see you got Baker on the bench. That's always a bad sign. Yeah. I'll take Baker's going to be on the bench next, next year. And he's never going to see a starting position. again. Oh, don't, don't hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Baker's just oh. terrible. Hey, he's he awful. Against the Bengals. Against he's the a Bengals. Nice lady. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I I like I like Baker, but he's not he's not fun to watch. He's not fun. Whoa, I mean, I watched him. Fun to watch. He's fun to watch. He might not play the best. I mean, but he but he's he's fun to watch. Their, their offense is. But you know who I, is fun I, to watch? I, I watch him. Oh my goodness! I got that guy is man. He's a beast. I, he's a beast. I, I said on I said on the first pod. I think that he could be an MVP candidate this year. And looky there, he's him, Russell Wilson, and Patrick Mahomes look like the three MVP favorites right, right. now. So I think he can keep it up. And the Cardinals could be hunting for a playoff spot this year. They're they're pretty salty. Yeah, they're good. But they're messing Cliff around. Has some new product in his hair. He's fired up. It does. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I guess, do you have any other advanced metrics you want to drop on us, Danny? Or no, that was all the analysis I was able to say. <laughs> all last right. All right. Well, I guess we can move on to some of the questions, Daniel. Daniel, I don't think you're ready for this line of questioning you're about to receive. You are on the you're on the <laughs> Budweiser hot seat. <laughs> are you ready for this? Okay. Yeah. Daniel, some people say your year number one win during the old format was a fluke. What would you say to those people, a.k.a. me? <laughs> I've heard this argument from the beginning from of time. It was clearly laid out in the rules, a two-week playoff. And, you know, it was over two weeks. You know, you beat me by one the first week, and you thought you had no, it in the bag. No, no, I didn't think I had it in the bag. You, you didn't, I didn't show up. I had it in the bag, but I thought because I, I won, I mean. You didn't show up for week two. You didn't, you, your guys were out there farting after, after their week one one. I was getting my guys ready on the practice field the next morning. <laughs> I got them in some treatment. I got them ready to go. So, because I'm not the only one that said it's a fluke. I've, I've had some people that I won't disclose agree with me that it was a fluke. So what would, what would you say? not just to me, but just addressing all these hypothetical people, would you, would you say it was a fluke or do you think that it was just, you were playing for two weeks? Instead? I mean, I think it's harder to have a fluke over two weeks than it is over one week. If I'm going to be honest, that's a good point. I like that. It's easier, it's easier to upset. It's easier to upset somebody in one week than it is to, to upset them over I like two that weeks. Point. So you think, so you think the format the... we're in now is trash then because it's only one week. Is that what you're saying? I no, I'm not saying that. I think I think you know now the rules are laid out differently. I play by the rules, but I played by the rules back then. I got my team ready, and we we took the chip off. The rules now clearly hey. don't advantage you, though. You, you you're getting ready for the rules, but when have you been in contention recently? 
Hey, hey Daniel, I, I, Daniel, I'm not trying to insult. I'm, this is, yeah, yeah. This isn't insulting. I know. I, 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 they pay me to ask tough questions. I'm a reporter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, while we're at it, so I'm looking back on Daniel's championship team. You want to you want to take a guess at who all of his starters were? Yeah, I know we'll Andrew start, Andrew Luck was a starting quarterback. I remember that. I still have nightmares. Andrew Luck. This. Yeah, so he has Andrew Luck as a starting quarterback. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna be name dropping some people because it's it's a who's who of people that are pretty washed. We're kind of old. <laughs> yeah, so Le'Veon Bell back then that was that was mm. prime yeah. Le'Veon. Mm. Lamar Miller. <laughs> Back when he was at Miami, um, let's see, Deshaun Jackson, whenever he was at Washington, and he was still decent, uh, Jeremy Macklin, whenever he's at Kansas City, as well as a young Travis Kelsey just budding into his prime. Uh, and then at the flex, Matt Forte. Wow. He had the, uh, the Panthers defense and Steven Gokowski. Man. And then, wow. and then on his bench, he had Brandon Marshall, Shane Vereen, Golden Tate, Kendall Wright, Darren Sproles, which somehow that dude's still in the league. Joe Flacco and Christine Michael. That's a winning team, right there. Michael. Wow. Yeah. That's, let's see. I want to. I want to see who my team was because you you bested me in that championship series, two hundred nine to one eighty seven. So it was a pretty competitive. Uh, pretty competitive two weeks. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, I just looked at who I had. Obviously, I didn't know how to manage a team very well. But uh, I had Ryan Tannehill as my quarterback, which that doesn't seem right. How I feel like I would have never had him. Uh, I had Jeremy Hill, the Cincinnati running back. Uh, Matt Asiata. I think I must have picked him up because Adrian Peterson – either whipped his kid or something that oh. year. Uh, then I had uh, Calvin Johnson and uh, Kelvin Benjamin, who this was before he was a Popeye's biscuit away from being a defensive lineman. Um, <laughs> and then Julius Thomas, I had him as well. And then uh, Emmanuel Sanders is my flex. This was this would have been a really good year to have a manual. Um, and then I had the, the Steelers defense and Dan Bailey as my kicker. So nice. Seems like a it was a fairly evenly matched uh, championship. Under that old format, where were we starting the playoffs at the Pro Bowl? That needed a lot of weeks to finish. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, no, we were starting at the same time. It's just I think we were fin- like we were going up to week seventeen. Yeah. Which also killed people, but well, right, I, I, Daniel, Daniel, I, I come, I came away with that question, <laughs> believing question. I, I'm officially willing to say that you were the rightful winner. I accept uh, the, right. I accept the results of the 2008 fantasy league. I'm glad, I'm glad. Uh, Ten years later, <laughs> we were able to fit, get that one out of the way. We, we put this matter to bed. That's what she said. Okay, next. That's what she said. Okay, Daniel. Next question. Do you think it's coincidence? That your team, that you and Robert find yourself at two and zero, or is it strictly in the Mazzaro's genes to win? I mean, I, it's hard to say it's in the Mazzaro's genes after playing him in pickup basketball for so many years. Oh, um, 
I think it's I think it's more coincidence than anything. Uh, Robert auto drafted, uh, purely coincidence that he came up with a good team. Uh, somehow the computer was working in his favor. Yeah, uh, that's impressive. But no, I I don't think it's uh, in the Mazaros genes. I think it's purely purely my talent that has brought me to the top. <laughs> okay, and last question. And I kind of ask a version of this question. So I know you, I wasn't expecting you to come with stats. So I'm going <laughs> to alter it a little bit. So I know the stats may say one thing, but if you had to, if you wanted to play one person in the league where you thought you could get a sure victory over the years, not just this year, who would you pick that you feel like you could get a certain victory any week against? Mm, I mean, it's hard, it's hard to not say Zach after what I've, unveiled here earlier <laughs> it's really hard not to say zach zach's uh, a winner I mean, zach's won the league though he won the league once and then went back into hiding <laughs> <laughs> he, he thought he thought it was a one and done type of league. he didn't know that you had to come back and compete the next year <laughs> yeah but he's got a ring remember our friend garrick always seems to put the entire league on how many rings right, you I, have I, I have a i have a good answer for you here if I'm in the playoffs, I want to play Scott. And let, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. <laughs> yeah, I won a league. Second, I won the league second, him. second best win percentage over the years. But he has the fourth ranked, the fourth worst ranked uh, average finish at 5.92. So I, I want to I face Scott in the playoffs. Let me bump him down to that sixth spot. And that's even that's even when he doesn't tank for the for the you know whatever we're playing for fifth and Scott thinks he's still out there trying to win the game. Yeah, he doesn't like to lose even if it even if it benefits him to lose. And and he still has the fourth worst rank. So I hope Scott's listening to this because you're a big old choker, Sean. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that that's who I want to play. Scott, come on, bring bring it on, Scott. Speaking of that, we have we have a we have a really good week coming up in fantasy. I don't know if you guys have looked at this. We got the one playing the four and the two playing the three. All right, I'll, I'll go by and modify this a little bit, Daniel. Go through each matchup and give me your prediction for who's going to win each matchup. All right, let me let me get to the the weekly schedule here. I got Team Tate. I'm predicting a win over Team Tate for myself. So you think you think you're going to beat Tate Salad? I think I'm going to take it home against Tate Salad. Okay. I like your confidence. What about Team Peace? I'm really high on my marijuana? team right now. Oh, Team Peace all the way. Preston, Preston's incredible. All right. What about Team Osage's back and the Pummelers? Um, I got to go with the Pummelers. Oh, you think they're just so they're just so good. They've been dom- they they're putting up some ridiculous numbers. Sean put up yeah, 170 he... last week or whatever. I th- I think that's a fluke. Yeah, the they drafted a really good team or the computer drafted a really good team for them. yeah, somehow. Have, having Zeke and Josh Jacobs is a nightmare. That's true. All right, let's see. All right, uh who are you putting on the headgear for in the matchup of Team Beer and Sigs versus Wednesday at Camp. That name will get changed. <laughs> TBA. Yeah, I mean Caleb's been making some moves. I, I got to go with Caleb here. Oh. I think Eason's. I think Eason's oh. looking at zero and three. 
You just hurt his heart. Bullets and board material. (laughs) I can't wait to tell the guys that. (laughs) And then who do you got in the alpha male versus team Johnson? Oh, I, alpha male. I, I think oh, Eric's, I think Eric's the second worst team in the league. Out of, of course, you say that this week he's gonna have a, a, a career week on me, but that's okay. I'll take uh, it for my for a little Danny's praise. I, I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna have any career weeks this year. <laughs> Things are looking bad for Garrick. Yeah, I, I will say with. Uh... With the running back core they drafted, it's not exactly the most promising, especially with David Johnson. He had he had that one fluky week, and I don't think he'll do good at all this week against Pittsburgh's defense. So, yeah, Pittsburgh Pittsburgh's defense is going to shut David Johnson down. Yeah. yeah, they killed half the Broncos team this week, so you know they're headhunters. Let's see. Right now, he's got somebody that's hurt playing still, so that's not good. Yeah, I've still got somebody hurt in too. So <laughs> let's see. Let's see what running back he's gonna have to go to here. Probably. Oh, he's Kareem got he's Hunt. got Kareem Hunt. Yeah, but Kareem Hunt, I don't feel like he's. Well, they are playing Washington, so that might that might bump up his value some. If you get all right, I got one last thing. I gotta hear you guys. I was I was having some major FOMO. How was you guys night in Bloomington? You guys got to hang out recently. Oh, it was a good time. We, we had a, we had a good old time. Wiffle we ball. did play pickle, pickleball, pickleball, pickleball. pickleball. Wow, that's pickleball. Fun. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's our new thing down here in Bloomington. We we play pickleball. I've played before too. It is pretty fun. It's oh, fun. Did you guys? Is that was that all you guys did? Yep. We just we just played pickleball, then came back home and uh, went to bed. Yeah. yeah no nightcap. Yeah, there was I no nightcap. I drove the two hours on country back roads to get to Bloomington, only to play some pickleball. <laughs> all right no, no, then, then we went to some some what was it cajun place that uh was run by two indian people that were very rude and didn't know what yeah. was going on we got some burnt bread for dinner some burnt bread yeah <laughs> oh one one last thing i want to talk about how about deshambo hyper extending his putting arms to win the u.s open that guy's incredible i'm gonna quit hating on him he's 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 really good <laughs> uh, I'm going to continue hating on him. You don't like him? <laughs> uh, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. He, I like I like when he hits those fallacious seeds, but that's about it. Who are you taking in a long drive contest between DeChambeau and Phil? Oh, Phil. Yeah, I'm taking he's got, he's, he's, got, he's got his coffee for wellness coming. Yeah, are you, are you, I'm going to – I kind of want to go buy that. <laughs> Let me know how it is. If I'm still playing on the if I'm still playing on the PGA Tour at 50, I mean he's got something figured out. Yeah, I mean let, let me know how it is. Absolutely. I mean DeChambeau is apparently going to be playing until he's 150. So I feel like it's I feel like the the key the breakfast the uh, meal of champions is coffee for wellness in the morning, Amstel Light in the evening. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you're trying to Amstel Light. <laughs> I love it. My pick. If well, anybody was curious, my pick. In any the, other uh, questions? In... Oh, uh, hold, okay. hold up. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. My, go ahead. my pick finished tied for 136th. So I'm going to quit making predictions on golf tournaments. <laughs> I don't even remember who I picked. Oh, I picked yeah, I saw, did, your boy Kissner didn't do too well. I did. I will say this, though. The, the Masters is in November. And in May, 
I locked in a bet in a pool with some friends. I bet 10 bucks on DeChambeau to win the Masters back in May. And his that's odds. Like a pretty good that's bet that's right looking now. pretty good. Yeah. So, but I mean, who, who, yeah. is he really going to repeat though? Like, I was kind of, I was, I was hoping he was going to have a good finish, but not win. But I, I mean, yeah, I just wanted to point. say that I locked in a bet several months ago on DeChambeau, and now he's the U.S. Open champion. Yeah, things are looking up for him for sure. Hey, I, 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 I want to hear some Campus Corner. I, I've been missing Campus Corner. Well, Seth and well, I, unfortunately, Seth's not here. Seth's retired. I mean, I give I me could, some Niagara I guess corner. I could stuff. give you some 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 whatever corner. Uh, trying to think. See, on Friday, I guess I went out and went out with my bosses, with my boss, the supervisor I work with, and we had a good time out in the town. Uh, right. We walked into this into this one bar, and we were we were we were just casually drinking some beers. I was like, there's like a little pool table, just like your classic quiet little bar. Yeah, and. Uh, and then we went over to some other place, and it's a lot more hopping. And uh, there was these like cops that were inside, and we're just chilling. There's like, there's like an outside area and an inside. We were in the outside area. We were playing some cornhole, and these cops just rushed by us. Don't know what happened, but then next thing I know, like the, one of the guys that I work with, him and his wife had just left, like right then. Oh. So, so they got the heck out of Dodge, thinking there was like going to be some crazy thing go down but luckily there wasn't apparently there's quite a bit of protests that are about to start happening yeah. here in the old old yeah. louisville <laughs> they're they're boarding up all of downtown and the courthouse and police station and they've like they've closed down some gas stations and shut off gas pumps so that people don't set stuff on fire how do you get your well, gas well, it's not over by me. It's over by downtown. I live uh, like thirty minutes from downtown. Gotcha. Well, don't no don't don't fret anybody. We're still going to be getting water from Niagara. You will be. Well, you can get it. You can get it from anywhere. We we only I think we only supply the the Louisville area because there's like thirty other plants, and so they kind of distribute out amongst where they're at. But what happens in Niagara stays in stays Niagara. In Niagara. <laughs> Easton, any any campus corner stories? Um, I mean, other than seeing four out of five of OU starting linemen out on the corner <laughs> uh, a couple weeks ago, um, one night we were out there with with our buddy Robert's friend Drew, and we came out of a place called Sugars, which represents the finer things of life. <laughs> and uh, a guy a guy hollered about how he was a fan of the notorious Conor McGregor. And this guy, Drew, says, heck yeah, I love Conor McGregor. And he goes, what the F did you just say? And he starts, <laughs> he starts chasing after us. And, and, and Drew kind of had a, let's just play ball. Let's just play ball. Moment. He was like, what in the world? I was agreeing with you. And he kept Now, is this, is this Drew person the one and only Drew Garrett that we were talking no, about? No, 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 no. This, oh, is, this okay. is one of Robert's friends from A&M. Oh, okay. And uh, and anyway, so we th- these guys keep chasing us, and uh, and I, you know, I was like, oh man, we're not going to be able to avoid this. So finally, they so finally they stop. They they quit following us. We get a little bit farther. We're getting closer to the parking lot. Uh, you know, they're across from Louis. Seth. Oh yeah. And uh, and this group hollers out. They said they asked a guy in their group. They're like, Are you, have you been hitting your vape, bro? 
and and our friend our I don't know about our friend our acquaintance Drew yells don't be hitting that vape bro that's bad for you which is always <laughs> a good idea to tell drunk people <laughs> and that guy gets really really you know peeved oh, he was really peeved so then he wanted to fight us so in the span of like 200 yards of walking we we almost got in two <laughs> fights that the 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 crew i mean we were like we were four deep and nobody was over 511 oh and no was pierce was pearson the biggest person with you um he was the he was the he was the bulkiest uh we all we had robert who you know is five who's a little bit taller than pearson but he's yeah i forget pearson's only like five two yeah yeah he's he's not that tall (laughs) coming from me uh and uh so anyway we weren't prepared to get in a fight but we just about did another uh real quick and another one though we were at we were at uh logie's on a weekend recently and uh uh, Luke, we were out on the out on oh, out boy. on the balcony out there, and uh, these guys were down below, and they were yelling back and forth. These two rival frat groups were yelling back and forth at each other, and uh, Luke Luke decided to call them. Uh, I'll just say the p word, <laughs> and uh, and th- they decided to uh, come up to the balcony. So so they came back and oh, a little music. showdown. And came up, and they marched right up to him. And thankfully, <laughs> somebody had thrown a drink on him. And so they were looking for that person, not no, us. No, no, no. They, they, they weren't worried at the group that was cussing at him down there. They were they were worried about the guy that hit him with a beer can. Okay. So, uh, so thankfully, we redirected him to that other group. And then, and then they started squaring <laughs> off, and the bouncers came in and broke it up. And, it all worked out okay, Man. but it was almost, I mean, we've almost had three showdowns in the span of just a few weeks out there. Oh, my. You better bring a helmet next time you go out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to bring riot gear. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness gracious. In this day and age, you never know what you might need. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. Do we have anything else we that is burning to talk about? You been having anything going on in Bloomington, Danny? You been going out? Uh, you know, I've been going out every once in a while here and there. We go out, uh, there's 25 cent wings on Wednesdays. Oh, uh, no. we, we hit oh, that up. We hit that up that frequently. Up. Uh, so I, I take it that's where dinner's at tomorrow night. We'll see. We'll see. I got, I got two <laughs> tests coming up. Motivation is running low. So uh, you may catch me there. Well, are the tests down. online though? Or are they in person? Oh, they're online. Every test is online. Oh, well, you don't need to study. That's yeah, going to be online. Quizlet's going to be uh, – the server's going to uh, go down on Quizlet on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 25-cent wings is the extent of Daniel's uh, going out. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll say that. Okay. All right. <laughs> we'll, we'll say that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got to – I need to get back up to Bloomington soon. I had a good time. Hey, come on up. We'll have we'll have a grand old time. Oh yeah, can't afford to do it too much now that I, now that gas is no longer on the parents' credit card anymore. No, oh, gotta, give me a break. I know, uh, gotta be slightly. Give me a break. Fun money. You can't get it's it. Not, the, you can't get it in the city anyway. You gotta you gotta go elsewhere. Yeah, I mean gas. you have to drive to. Maybe you maybe you got to come here to get your gas. Oh, I know. You better have a full tank. <laughs> no, it's a. 
they haven't shut the gas stations down like close to where I live. It's it's all like around downtown on the west side of downtown where the the bad part of town is. But everywhere else is fine. They they kind of stay over there like, since all the people live over there anyways that are protesting. Yeah. But and then you and you and Mitch McConnell have been going out for drinks every night and it's crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, we have. <laughs> Sounds like cocaine, Mitch. <laughs> that sounds. It was. It was good to. Uh, good to catch up with everybody. Oh no, we. Let's we'll do it again soon. We'll we have to do it again soon. We probably Seth. angered some people. We did, but you know what? It's our podcast. We can say what we want on there, and. Yeah, they, I'm willing. They're, I'm still, w- they're still going to listen either way. Yeah, come at me. I got this. I got the stats to back it up. Oh, I know. Yeah, you saw how much withdrawals they went through last year and we just stopped recording and everybody every week, where's the pod? Where's the pod? Yeah. They they can't live it live without it regardless of what's being said on it. Apparently so. the ratings were through the roof. Apparently. Yeah, if if that happens again, uh we we may see some riot right in front of Sus House <laughs> if that happens again. <laughs> All right, well I'll be waiting for you. Good catching up with you guys. Yeah, yep. good catch up with you. Good job by you. <laughs> All righty. Well, good luck in fantasy this week, guys. Uh, I hope that uh, No Poo Poo Dan tosses Tate salad. And I hope that uh, TBA uh, beats the foam and ashes out of beer and cigs. I hope so. <laughs> All righty. Well, we'll catch you all later. All right. Catch you on the flip side. Yeah, the flippity flip. This episode of Football's Finest Podcast is brought to you by Tate Boys Tire and Service. Tate Boys has been providing service to Northeast Oklahoma for over 30 years and is the largest independent tire dealer in the area. Tate Boys offers a variety of services from tire repairs, preventative maintenance, brakes, steering and suspension, HVAC, wheel alignment, and free vehicle safety inspections. Whether you're looking to tune up your car or want to be skating some new Dayton rims, Tate's is the place to be. Come in and ask about the Tate 12 and see how you can improve your improve your ride today. Nibbling on sponge cake, watching the sun bake. All of those tourists covered in oil Strumming my six string On my front porch swing Smell those shrimp, hey, they're beginning to boil Wasted away again in Margarita Searching for my lost shaker salt. Some people claim that there's a woman to blame, but I know it's nobody's fault.